This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Today is August the 27th in the year of our Lord 2023. It means we will be doing, we'll be reading Psalms 27 and Proverbs 27. Amen. Hope that everyone is having a blessed morning so far. It's a good day to be among fellow believers, always and forever. I'm so happy to see everybody. Mm. So let's start with a little um, praise music. A little something to get us started off this morning. Amen. So let us go listen to something real quick. Amen. Let me go. Not just listen to actually participate. Trouble in my way. I have to cry sometimes. Trouble in my way. Make me cry sometimes. I lay awake at night. That's alright. Jesus, He will fix it. After a while. Trouble in my way. Got the cross sometimes. Goes way in my way. Makes me cry sometimes. I lay awake at night. That's alright. Jesus, He will fix it. After a while. Trouble in my way. Got the cross sometimes. Trouble in my way Make me cry sometimes I lay awake at night That's alright Jesus, he will fix it 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 Jesus, he will fix it. 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 
Jesus, he will fix it. Jesus, he will fix it. Jesus, he will fix it. Jesus, he will fix it. Jesus, he will fix it. Jesus, he will fix it. Jesus, he will fix it. Jesus, he will fix it. Jesus, he will fix it. Jesus, he will fix it. Jesus, he will fix it. Jesus, he will fix it. Jesus, he will fix it. Jesus, he will fix it. Jesus, he will fix it. Jesus, he will fix it. Jesus, he will fix it. Jesus, he will fix it. Jesus, he will fix it. Jesus, he will fix it. Jesus, he will fix it. Jesus, he will fix it. Jesus, he will fix it. Jesus, he will fix it. Jesus, he will fix it. Jesus, he will fix it. Jesus, he will fix it. Jesus, he will fix it. Jesus, he will fix it. Jesus, he will fix it. Jesus, he will fix it. Jesus, he will fix it. Jesus, he will fix it. Jesus, he will fix it. Jesus, he will fix it. After a while. Hallelujah. He will fix it. Yes, he will. Hey, Brother Moss, hey, could you send me the link to that song you're singing? Sure. And, and just in case I, I forget the link, it's um, real easy. Jesus will fix it, Lee Williams. endurance forever. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Alright, let me just see anybody else on right now. Let me go on and text this to um, Ambassador real quick. See if he can come on in. See if he can come on in the room, which actually be our next song before we get started with the morning devotional. Get up, started with our praise first.
Mm. Oh, good morning, Trula Julia over there on Wisdom. Good morning, Brother Blake and Mama V over here on Stereo. To God be the glory. He writes out 
all of my scriptures. He gives me all my medicine in the room. In the room. Come on, in the room. Jesus is my doctor. He writes all of my scriptures. He gives me all my medicine in the room. Hallelujah. Gives us all the medicine in the room. Mama B. Amen, Mama B. Amen. Good morning, everyone. Um, we have four over here on Wisdom. Cassandra Deanne, Cecilia Grace, Angie Y. King, and Truly Julie. Over here on Stereo, we got um, Ambassador Davis. We got Mama B. At this time, let us not delay, but let us get to the morning devotional. Let's go to John chapter 3. And we're going to go to this question that Nicodemus asked. That Jesus answered right after. Nicodemus answered and said to him, How can these things be? Jesus answered and said to him, Are you teacher, you the teacher of Israel, and do not know these things? Most assuredly I say to you, We speak what we know, and we testify what we have seen, and you do not receive our witness. If I have told you earthly things, and you not believe. How will you believe if I tell you heavenly things? No one has ascended to heaven. But he he came down from heaven. That is the son of man. Who is in heaven. And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness. Even so must the son of man be lifted up. That whoever believes in him should not perish. But have eternal life. For God so loved the world, they gave his only begotten son, that whoever believed in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God not sent his son into the world to condemn the world, but the world through him might be saved. So we lift Jesus up this morning. We lift Jesus up today. Everybody together, let's lift Jesus up. To the glory of God for the hope and salvation of your children, your grandchildren, your nieces, your nephews, the children at the school, the children at the daycare, the children across the city, 
children across the state, children across the country, the children all over the world, for the hope and salvation of the next generation. Amen. Amen. To God be the glory. So let's go to Matthew chapter 6. Let's start at verse 5. And when you pray, you should not be like the hypocrites. For they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the corners of the street, that they may be seen by men. Assuredly, I say to you, they have their reward. But you, when you pray, go into your room. And when you have shut your door, pray to your father who is in the secret place. And your father who sees you in secret rewards you openly. And when you pray, do not use vain repetitions as the heathen do. For they think that they be heard for their many words. Therefore, do not be like them. For your father knows the things you have need of before you ask him. In this manner, therefore, pray. And you can repeat after me. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. And let us all together say, Amen. I wonder if they heard y'all heard what he said, going to your secret place. See, that's what that grandma was doing when her son got injured. She went into that secret place in that closet and she prayed in secret and God rewarded her openly. That's why we ask him to come on in the room. Hey, Brother Boss. Hey, it's okay if I come up to him, Pam, because I got that prayer. And Braille, so. I got Matthew and Braille. But it doesn't say the whole thing. Yep. Um, you can come on up, because um, we still have Psalms 23 to do. So we can do it together. If you would like. Because that's what we're heading at Psalms 23 for the last part of our morning devotional. Yeah, well, we recognize the Lord is our shepherd. Everybody ready? You repeat after me. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yet though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your ride and your staff they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. 
and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. And let us all say, Amen. Uh, I was trying to add you, but I don't even see the little plus signs. Um, I don't see the plus sign here on stereo at all. I don't know what happened. Um, it don't like it's gonna let me add anybody to the talk um, over here on stereo. Hmm. I wonder why. I don't know. Uh, give me a second. I don't, I don't know what to do. I have everything checked. Um, now I don't like it's gonna let me add anybody here on stereo. Um, you just have to leave a message. Good morning, Faith. Great to have you this morning. Okay, just in time. We finish our morning devotional and we're going to get started on our daily readings. Today is August the 27th, the year of our Lord, 2023, which means we will be reading Psalms 27 and Proverbs 27. So Psalms 27 is subtitled, An Exuberant Declaration of Faith, a Psalm of David. And you'll see this song here. You'll see this psalms here quoted in a lot of songs, right from the beginning. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked came against me to eat up my flesh, my enemies and foes they stumbled and fell. Though an army may encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war may rise against me, in this I will be confident. One thing I have desired of the Lord, that will I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to acquire in his temple. For in a time of trouble, he shall hide me in his pavilion. In the secret place of his tabernacle, he shall hide me. He shall set me high upon a rock. And now my head shall be lifted above my enemies all around me. Therefore I will offer sacrifices of joy in his tabernacle. I will sing, yes, I will sing praises to the Lord. Hear, O Lord, when I cry with my voice. Have mercy also upon me, and answer me. When you said, Seek my face, my heart said to you, Your face, Lord, I will seek. Do not hide your face from me. Do not turn your servant away in anger. You have been my help. Do not leave nor forsake me, O God of my salvation. When my father and my mother forsake me, then the Lord will take care of me. Teach me your way, O Lord, and lead me in a smooth path because of my enemies. Do not deliver me to the will of my adversaries, for false witnesses have risen against me, and as such breathe out violence. 
I would have lost heart. Unless I had believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait on the Lord. Be of good courage. And he shall strengthen your heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. These being the 14 verses of Psalms 27. I hope that all were blessed by the reading of the word. Well, the floor is open if you want to leave a message over here on stereo uh, about what Psalms 27 said to you, more than welcome to do so. If you want to come up to the platform over here on Wisdom, it's open. If you're a little shy, you can always leave a chat. And um, we can, um, I can read it on air. Psalms 27 just lets you know that you must have faith. And we don't mean that faith that, that causes you to waver every time the wind blows. We mean a faith rooted in the solid foundation of Jesus Christ. So that you know what that first verse means and you can live by it. Because mm. you know that um, the first half of that first verse, you know, it reminds me of a song. The Lord is my light, my salvation. Whom shall I fear? Whom shall I be afraid? The Lord is my light, my salvation. Whom shall I fear? Whom shall I be afraid? There ain't nothing to fear or be afraid of when you trust the Lord. For he's going to do everything he said he would do. Amen. So as David was talking through it, he was talking about how the wicked came came against them to do everything they could to take them out. And they, even if it was a whole army, it won't matter. Because he would not fear. Because he could be confident of the, what the Lord said and his promises. Then when you go to verse 4, you see how he said, the one thing he wants to do is to be in the Lord's presence. Because he knows when you're in the Lord's presence, you're protected. He'll hide you. He'll protect you in his secret place. He will set you upon a rock that cannot be moved. And then once he was in such place, he knew that he could, act, he could um, give these sacrifices of joy. Because he knows he's not protected. Then we look at 7 through 10. He's, let, he's crying out to the Lord. That even when he goes through those tough times. That he'll continuously seek the Lord. So, and that he prays that the Lord would not turn his face away from him. That even when his mother and father forget about him. The Lord will still take care of them. The 11 through 13 lets us know that you must be willing to be taught the ways of the Lord and be led by him, as Psalms 23 tells us. But the thing is, when you do that, even though you might be in a situation that could cause you to stumble, that could cause you to doubt, you will not doubt because you believed that you will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. And 14 just finishes us up. 
and lets you and lets us know what you need to do. Wait on the Lord and be of good courage. Let him strengthen you. Wait on him and him only. See, a lot of times we get caught up in pride and we want to move our way. But instead, we need to move the way the Lord moves. Because when we move his way, we can trust in his promises. But when we move our way, then we can't count on the Lord's promises because the Lord is a righteous God. If he promised something to you because you're going to do the thing that he told you to do, he's going to do exactly that. But when you do not live up to your end of the promise, then he cannot live up to his end of the promise. Amen? So, um, if anybody else has anything they want to say about Psalms 27, you're more than welcome to do so. You can leave a message here on stereo, or you can come up to the platform up here over here on Wisdom. If you're feeling a little shy, you can leave a message in chat, and I can read it out loud and let the Lord guide us from there. Um, we got 10 over here on Wisdom. We got Slime 063. We got Talita Pop Jeter. We got Terrence and Daywon. We got Dwana Carl. Julio and D. Jones. Uh, Cassandra Deanne. Cecilia Grace. NGY King and Trula Julie. Over here on stereo, we got Mama B and Ambassador Davis. Alright. Well, if there be none to say anything about Psalms 27, let us head on over to Proverbs 27. Amen. Proverbs 27 is simply subtitled my son be wise and it begins do not boast about tomorrow for you not know what a day may bring forth let another man praise you and not your own mouth a stranger and not your own lips a stone is heavy and sand is weighty but a fool's wrath is heavier than both of them Wrath is cruel, and anger a torrent. But who is able to stand before jealousy? Mm. Um, amen, amen. Um, before I continue, let me take these two messages over here on stereo, and then I continue. Amen. Yeah, he had that confidence because he knew 
he could trust the Lord's promises because the Lord is faithful to his promises. And he had seen all through his life how the Lord has been faithful to his promises. Ambassador? Thank you, Jesus. For another day, for the breath in my body, and for the children that you are using me to lead to you. For the children. Yeah. Bless you, bless you. Hallelujah. Bless you, bless you. Thomas just joined us over here on Wisdom. All right, we'll get back to uh, Proverbs 27. Um, we start back up at verse 5. Open rebuke is better than love carefully concealed. Faithful are the wounds of a friend, but the kisses of an enemy are deceitful. A satisfied soul loathes the honeycomb, but to a hungry soul, every bitter thing is sweet. Like a bird that wanders from its nest is a man who wanders from his place. Ointment and perfume delight the heart, and the sweetness of a man's friend gives delight by hearty counsel. Do not forsake your own friend or your father's friend, nor go to your brother's house in the day of your calamity. Better is a neighbor nearby than a brother far away. My son, be wise, and make my heart glad, that I may answer him who reproaches me. A prudent man foresees evil and hides himself. The simple pass on and are punished. Take the garment of him who is surety for a stranger, and hold it in pledge when he is surety for a seductress. He who blesses his friend with a loud noise rises early in the morning. It would be counted a curse to him. A continual dripping on a very rainy day, and the contentious women are alike. Whoever restrains her restrains the wind and grasps oil with his right hand. As iron sharpens iron, so a man sharpens the kindness of his friend. Whoever keeps the fig tree will eat his fruit. So he who waits on his master will be honored. As in water, face reflects face. So a man's heart reveals the man. Hell and destruction are never full. So the eyes of men are never satisfied. The refining pot is for silver and the furnace for gold. A man is valued by what others say of him. Though you grind a fool and a mortar with a pestle along with crushed grain, yet his foolishness will not depart from him. 
Be diligent to know the state of your flocks and attend to your herds. For riches are not forever, nor does a crown endure to all generations. When the hay is removed and the tender grass shows itself, and the herbs of the mountains are gathered in, the lambs will provide you clothing, and the goats the price of a field. You should have enough goat's milk for your food, for the food of your household and the nourishment of your maidservants. These are the 27 verses of Proverbs 27. I hope that all are blessed by the reading of the word. To God be the glory. I see Oreo. Oreo um, Star Def has joined us over here on stereo. Amen. To God be the glory. So the floor is open. How did Proverbs 27 speak to you? What insight did the Lord give you about this particular set of Proverbs? The floor is open. Say what's on your heart. Or if you had something else to say about Psalms 27, you're more than welcome to do so at this time too. Mm. It's just such a good proverb um, as usual. It just t gives you these nuggets of knowledge that we all need. Okay, do not both. We start off in verse 1 because it tells us, hey, we can't say anything about tomorrow because we don't know what tomorrow going to be. To be honest, we don't know if we're going to reach tomorrow. We don't know if we're going to reach tonight. We don't know if we're going to reach this afternoon. We don't know if we're going to reach the next hour, next minute, or the next second. Only God knows that. So what is there to boast about? Since we all have no power, and but God has all power, the only thing we can do is boast about the Lord's power. Amen? And not our own, because we don't have it. In fact, that's what verse 2 is telling you. It says, let another man praise you and not your own mouth. Because how can we have pride? How can we boast? How can we praise ourselves? If we have nothing to praise ourselves about. If we have no power. If we have no glory. Then the only glory we, we rely on is the glory of the Lord. So let others give us glory. Not ourselves. Let them recognize the God in us. Verse 3, uh, it says, A stone is heavy, and saying it's weighty. But a fool's wrath is heavier than them both. We, are, we know that the foolish, when they get upset, they do all kind of stupid stuff. We've seen that throughout history. Starting right there in, in Genesis chapter 4. When Cain showed himself to be a big fool. And God was trying to tell him, Calm down. If you give in to your foolishness, it's going to be a curse with it. But unfortunately, he gave in. Let his foolishness and wrath cause him to kill his only brother. Cause him to kill his brother. And for God to... Not, now, he already threw Adam and Eve out of the garden. They had to came from around people. That the land would no longer yield its fruit to him. Which is why Cain went on to build the cities. Because he couldn't trust the land anymore. Because God had cursed the land whenever he touches it. 
Verse 4 goes right, right along with it. Wrath is cruel, or anger a torrent, but who is able to stand before jealousy? Now we can look at this two ways. First we look at the bad way that when we're jealous, I, we can be very wrathful, very cruel, and very angry. But we can also look at it from this way, that our God is a jealous God. And they, well, this is still a bad way too. <laughs> and if we choose to serve gods other than Him, like the gods of money, the gods of sex, gods of violence, the gods of power, that His wrath is cruel. Well, it's going to seem cruel because we are falling now into the laws of sowing and reaping. And that if we sow going against God's will, we will reap the judgment. Five just lets us know it's better for people to tell you the truth in your face than for them to love you behind your back. Verse 6 shows you again, goes along with verse 5, that if your friend tells you the truth, it's much better than if your enemy tells you a lie and they do it so sweet. Because they setting you up while your friend is trying to warn you. Assess and then think about this here. Number what, verse seven just lets you know that when you're full, when you're full, you don't care to eat anything more. But when you're hungry, even the bitter things taste sweet. So it just lets you know how people, when they are in certain situations where they have plenty, then they don't really care about it. But when you have very little, even the thing that seems like trash is good. Think about the story about the prodigal son. Once he, he went out there and, st and spent all his money and then had nothing left, he was happy with eating pig slop because that's all that he had left to eat. Got a message here from Ambassador. on the wrong things. Most importantly, we, we need to be seeking God and through all our actions and how we live our lives cause others to seek God as well. Amen? That's a wonderful, wonderful exposition on verse 23. Amen. Hmm. 
But look at verse 8. Um, like a bird that wanders from his nest is a man who wanders from his place. Well, think, put it like this here. You ever seen um, baby birds in the nest that they just hatch? They don't really have a lot of power or anything, right? So if they mess up and wander from the nest, they're going to fall. And they're going to die from the fall? Or they're going to die from what's going to get them once they fall? Same thing with us. When we wander from our place, we wander from this fellowship, the koinonia. Then we put ourselves in danger. Because there are others out there that are ready to steal, kill, and destroy. Because they are their father, Satan. Nine just shows you how hard a counsel is. Good counsel is just like oil and perfume to the heart. So don't don't be afraid to listen to good advice from those that you can trust. And ten it just lets us know that don't don't forsake those who you can trust. And that when you're going through bad things, don't immediately run to somebody to um, try to find help. Let the Lord help you. And he even says that better is a neighbor nearby than a brother far away. Of course, you can get help from people who are close by. If your brother's far away, how is he going to help you? 11 says, My son, be wise, my heart glad. I may answer him reproaches me. So this is a bit about making, keeping yourself humble, that even when people say things that might hurt, that you won't let anger and pride build up in, in you. Instead, you'll be able to give a good answer. Amen. So, 12 just lets us know if you got if you got good sense, you'll see evil before you step on to it. But if you don't, then you're gonna keep moving into this problem and then get punished for it. Thirteen just lets you know that when um, there's a situation going on where one person's gonna owe another, make sure you keep the collateral for it. That way you can settle the debt afterwards and 14 that's just common sense if you make a bunch of noise early in the morning you're going to make your neighbors mad and 15 and 16 tell us about the contentious woman and compares her to the continuous dripping of rain and the fact that the restraining her is almost impossible so ladies, this is the woman you don't want to be like. You want to be like that Proverbs 31 woman. 17, one of my favorite verses is iron sharpens iron, so a man sharpens the kindness of his friend. We know we, we that have been in the faith for a long time have heard that those words so often. Iron sharpens iron. And that's what we're here for. We're here to sharpen each other. So that when we get to these young people. We're able to give them sound advice and to bring them closer to the king. Eighteen 
again shows you the law of sowing and reaping. It says, whoever keeps the fed tree will eat his fruit, so he who works on his master will be honored. Well, if you truck, if you did, if you sow in waiting on your master, then you shall be honored. Got a message here from Ambassador. even bridge that um so when we go to um verse 19 and 20 they set up those next verses it says as water as in water face reflects face so a man's heart reveals the man so that if you have a foolish heart it's going to your your um it's going to reflect that you are fool and 20 say hell and destruction are never full so the eyes of men are never satisfied so we know that when you're looking for when you're looking out for your wants over what God has for you, well, you, you're sentencing yourself. And now this leads into what Ambassador was saying: the refining pot is for silver and the furnace for gold. A man's value about what others say again, because you're supposed to be refined by that by that heat and that furnace. These are the things that dry those things out so that. When man sees you, they see somebody who is of God. Which goes right into verse 22, where it tells you about how fools, it don't matter what you do, you can grind them up, you can punch them into the, you can punch them in the bowl, and they still won't let the foolishness out. Why? Because they're probably doing what is right in their own eyes. Which goes back to verse 20. So the eyes of man are never satisfied. This is the foolish things. Wisdom tells you that even though you may not have a lot to be satisfied with it. Sometimes we get the understanding about what the Bible talks about prosperity. And get it all mixed up. We're always looking at the physical prosperity. When God is trying to tell you, seek my spiritual prosperity first. Then you'll be likely to get the physical prosperity. Amen? And 
and then um, you know, brother Roland already told us about twenty three. In order for you attend to your herds. And same thing with twenty four, for riches not forever, nor does a crown enter all generations. This is about preparation. And the case that he was talking about is how the church needs to be prepared because it's gonna come a day where you might not even be able to get in a building. We saw that already when we had um, COVID first come through. All the churches shut down. And a lot of people went astray. But those who were truly earnestly seeking the Lord actually drew closer because they understood that the relationship to God is not directly through the church, but instead through Him and that we all get together and the church can serve as the fellowship hall. They can serve as a teaching ground and most importantly, can serve as a hospital for the spiritually sick. That's his purpose. Not just to come up in there and it to be just a place to hang around in, to be a social club. To be a place where God's spirit moves and changes lives. Ambassador? So we finally finish up um, with 25 through 27. Those all, three verses all go together. So it, go, it goes actually with 23 and 24 and being a good steward. When it says that, um, that when the hay is removed, the tender grass shows itself, the herbs, the mind are gathered in. Then the lambs provide you your clothing and the goats the price of a field. That you have enough milk, goat's milk for your food for the food of your household and nourishment of your maidservants. This is all about being a good steward, about not being lazy, but diligent in the time of harvest. Because one thing we know about life is there's going to be wet seasons, and there's going to be dry seasons. There's going to be seasons of plenty, and there's going to be seasons of want. When we harvest, 
during the seasons of fullness, then we'll have it for the seasons of want, whether it's physically or spiritually. All right, well, we've done as commanded, and there's room for improvement. Um, of course, if there's anything else anybody want to say, um, you can leave a message over here on stereo, or you can come up to the platform over here on Wisdom if you have anything you want to say. Or if you're feeling shy, you can always leave a, um, a chat and I'll respond to it. Amen. God be the glory, Ambassador. God be the glory for the koinonia. Alright, if there be nothing else to say, let us pray. Oh Lord, we thank you, O Lord. We glorify your name. We give you the glory in the praise. Thank you for being the creator of all things. Thank you for being the creator of, creator of us. We thank you, O Lord, for you just thinking about us every day. So that we can have another day to worship you, another day to praise you, another day to follow your word, another day to fellowship with the brothers, another day to teach these young people the truth. Oh Lord, we ask for forgiveness of our sins, those we did knowingly and unknowingly, so we not block our blessings from heaven. So as we get ready to conclude this fellowship. Oh Lord, through the ears, but never, ever, ever disconnect the fellowship that we have through the Holy Spirit. We ask that you continue to devour for your name's sake. That your angels stand with us, oh Lord, in times of trouble. So we may be always ready, willing, and able to stand on your word, for your word is truth. And it is light. And it is our path to, to salvation. So we just want to give you the glory and the praise. In Jesus' name, amen. And let us close out in, um, let's go to the book of Jude. Jude only has one chapter. We'll go to um, verse 22 start there and on some having compassion making a distinction but others save with fear pulling them out of the fire hating even the garment defiled by the flesh 
Now to him who is able to keep you from stumbling and present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy to God our Savior who alone is wise be glory and majesty dominion and power both now and forever and let us all together say Amen Alright let's do a quick roll call before we go over here on Wisdom we got Cecilia Grace Penny Frampton Joe's Perspective just followed you Wandering Fool, Anthony Thomas, Slime 063, Talita Pop Jeter, Terrison Dewo, Tawana Carl, Coolio and D. Jones, Cassandra Deanne, NGY King, and Truly Julie. Over here on stereo, the Ambassador Davis, Mama B, and Oreo Stan. Um, to God be the glory. I hope that everybody has a blessed day. Um, I pray that you all find yourselves assembling with believers in person, whether in church, at a house, underneath a tent, somewhere where you can proclaim this word to these young people. For most churches, it's you Sunday. My church is no exception. So, I pray that God brings some more young people in. So they hear his word and recognize he is their king. To God be the glory. And I love you all. You all have a wonderful and blessed day.